listening to Young PR Pros, episode 62. a weekly podcast for the young and young at heart PR pros looking for tips and advice on how to build and advance their careers. I am Christine Simpson in Ottawa, Canada. And I'm Julia Kent, also in Ottawa. So Julia, just before we begin our episode, can you just tell me about your position right now? How are you sitting? Oh, you're a trickster. (laughs) Um, I'm sitting at the edge of my chair uh, with one one, uh, leg crossed... um, my shin resting on my other knee. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like making an L? Yes, yes. And then I have one hand um, with my elbow on the desk holding the phone and the other one holding uh, my iPhone. Uh, so I was just about to say I'm, I'm in a similar position to you right now. I'm actually I'm sitting um, in a chair in my office. I've got my, actu- my, my back right up against uh, the back of my chair because... I've slept really awkward yesterday and I've got this really, I've got a little bit of back pain today so I'm trying to make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm sitting up straight and not slouching because it actually hurts, um, but I'm actually known for slouching so today's actually a pretty good position for me. Um, crossing my legs, and I do that all the time, which I know people tell me is a really bad thing, but you know, my legs are crossed. I've got my elbow up on the um, armchair uh, so that I can hold my phone while we talk. So. I promise, you know, for our audience, uh, the episode's more than just talking about how Julie and I are sitting at this very moment, but um, in fact, today we're going to talk a little bit about body language and posture and how it can actually shape who you are and how you feel about yourself and then how you reflect that image back to um, the world and to people. And this is very, very important, especially for interviews. Um, so, uh, we pulled this topic from a Ted talk that I saw the other day and Julie and I both saw it from, um, Amy Cuddy. Uh, she's a social psychologist and a professor and researcher at the, uh, Harvard business school, uh, where she studies how nonverbal behavior and snap judgments affect people from the classroom to the boardroom. So it affects you everywhere. You're, you know, something so simple as your posture and your body language is a, is a pretty powerful thing. So it, it could mean your facial expression, and uh, in the TED Talk, Amy talks about how the facial expression of a politician can affect 72% of his or her vote outcomes. So even your facial expression can, can change the outcome of how someone's going to judge you and whether or not they're going to like you. Even, let's move this online, emoticons used in online negotiations, this could be between friends or actually online negotiations, can lead to claim more value from that conversation if the emoticons are properly used. If the emoticons are not properly used, um, then you could actually ruin an online negotiation. So that could be making your friend mad at you or something like that. So even online body language, which comes through emoticons is very important. But more importantly, Amy Cuddy talks about how our body language actually affects ourselves and affects the way that we think about ourselves and then reflects that image back to the world. Which brings me to my first point that I want to discuss today, um, which is your body posture during an an interview. So Julia, I I know you're the the believer in the firm handshake and we've had this conversation many times before and you have won the conversation. (laughs) Um, So what are your thoughts then um, on body posture and body language 
during an interview? Well, um, I think that you, while you need to be conscious of body language, you also, uh, conscious of it, you also have to be careful with it. Because there's nothing worse than appearing overconfident <laughs> when yeah. in an interview. And you want to appear confident, but not overconfident. And there's a very fine line. And I think that some of the postures that were reviewed um, would come across as arrogant, um, rude, um, condescending in an interview environment. Mm -hmm. Do I think that it's good, like for the, you know, um, chemical reasons that she was talking about to practice the um, power body language before the interview? Sure. Mm -hmm. um, to, you know, kind of amp yourself up. Um, in the interview, however, I think you have to be careful. I think that you can't, you don't want to come across as meek and timid, mm -hmm. but you also don't want to come across as, I'm running this this meeting. Yeah, I'm running the show, or... Yeah, yeah or uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the greatest. So I think that there is a happy medium. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't really covered in the TED Talk that much. But I think there is a happy medium. I think you can still be open and have good posture and be, you know, self-assured without being scrunched into a ball or, you know, hands up like we saw um, Usain Bolt doing after he won his race. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think you got to be careful. I think there's a, there's a very perfect middle road for an interview. Well, and just like a handshake and the same thing we've talked about in previous episodes, you don't want to have like the limp handshake where you're barely even holding the person's hand, but you don't want to break the other person's hand. You know, it should be Precisely. firm. Just you're saying, I'm here and I'm confident and I'm saying hi to you and I'm looking you into the eyes. You know, there, there is a proper way. Well, you know, um, there's a proper way to give a handshake just as there's a respectable way to sit while you're in, in, in an interview. And, and, and that doesn't only just, you know, affect... Um, how you're feeling about yourself, but it's also, you know, how are people perceiving you? If you're going to be, if you're a very um, confident person or arrogant person and you portray that in your body language, then that's what other, everyone else is going to be reading in the interview and they may not even be listening to you. Like we said, the facial expression of a politician can affect 72% of his vote outcomes. He hasn't even said one word and 72% of his vote outcomes, his or her vote outcomes are already decided by the way his face was. So, um, um, very, very important uh, body language in an interview. And um, what Julia was referring to about some of the um, uh, experiments that um, Amy Cuddy was doing uh, is something called power posing. And um, she talks about uh, there's a little bit of a slight gender gap when it comes to nonverbal cues. Um, so she watches her students walk into the classroom um, and she sees that men have a tendency of trying to occupy a lot of space. They stick up their hand way up in the air, kind of like Usain Bolt, you know, up in the air, over to the side, just to let, you know, really occupying a lot of space. And then she watches a lot of the females come into the room and they just collapse in on themselves. And she actually found that there was a big attribution directly to these people's grades. So if they were collapsing on themselves, they had a lower grade. If they were occupying a lot of space and confident, then they were getting a higher grade. So this led her to do a couple of experiments. Um, and her question was, can you fake it until you make it? If you were to fake this position, will you eventually gain more self-esteem and will you feel better about yourself? So if you sit in the classroom and you fake it in the sense where you do take up a lot of space and you force yourself to put your hand up in the air and over to the side, will that actually affect your brain chemistry to make you think that you are, you've got a better self-esteem, um, you think highly of yourself and you're more confident? 
Um, so the results are actually really, really fascinating. Um, she had people come in and for two minutes sit in what she calls a power posing position, which is taking up a lot of space. Um, and then what, her, what she noticed is that the in, individual's testosterone level, which is linked, um, it's chemical um, in your body, which is uh, linked to confidence and the feeling of being powerful, increased by 20% after sitting in a power posing position. And if they were sitting in a position where they were actually collapsing upon themselves, then their testosterone uh, level dropped um, below what they originally had. So just by sitting in a certain position from, from her, um, her experiment actually showed that you could increase um, your testosterone levels and make you feel more confident. So then my question for you, Julia, is how, how important do you think posture is to your self-esteem? Well, um, to my self-esteem personally... Um, I have always had good posture because I was a dancer and my mother was always on my case to have good posture my entire life. So it's ingrained in me. So I don't um, think about it very much. And I'm a very extroverted person and I'm very rarely nervous. So I feel as though, you know, I, I have to worry less or be conscious less about my posture. That being said, um, you know, I have to be careful not to appear overconfident with my with my body language mm -hmm. um and i'm sure there are times you know we all have days where we're feeling a little bit more meek and mild than normal and i'm sure there's days when i'm all curled up and there are moments when i'm nervous and i'm all curled up do do i feel more confident when i've got you know my shoulders back and i'm standing tall yeah definitely and i think that that i i think that's contagious i think others pick up on it um you know, uh, my boss uh, talks about a lot about people's body language and, and reading that in meetings and what does it mean and how do they really feel and it can tell you a lot about how someone's what what attitude someone's in. Yeah, and and one of the things that um, Amy says in the talk and you also mentioned it um, uh, just a moment ago is when you sit in an interview you can't be that overconfident and be spreading out and have your legs up on the table that's that's an inappropriate position to be even though that's a power posing position that's not something you do in an interview um, so she's talking about how before an interview get into a power posing position um, to increase your testosterone level and make you feel more confident so that when you walk into the interview you're confident without being arrogant um, and you're, you're ready for the interview uh, and, and it actually this this whole idea reminds me of this YouTube video that I once saw my my mom and I um, did a half marathon um, prep session uh, with a yoga teacher and basically what happens is the maybe a couple days before the marathon um, or half marathon whatever the race is you're racing uh, you go and you basically sit down in a yoga setting and then the teacher walks you through how to get ready for the race. And what, what, what the teacher showed us was this video of this little girl. Um, and she has a name, and she, it, it's actually a very popular um, video on YouTube. I just can't think of the title right now. But it's this little girl standing in front of the mirror, and she's saying, I love my mom. I love my dad. I love my house. I love my brother. I, I love my life. And, and she's basically, she's putting her hands up in the air. She's, you know, kicking in the air. Um, so she's in the power posing position. She's looking at herself in the mirror and she's talking about all the things that she loves in her life. 
and her mom's sitting behind there and actually videotaping her. You know, a little girl has no idea. Um, but the, 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 the yoga teacher said before you go into a race, because uh, running in a, running a race is as nerve wracking as, you know, doing an interview. You want to make sure that you make it to the end of the race. You don't want to get injured. You want to finish just like with an interview, you want to get the job, right? So she said, before you go to the race, be like this little girl, you know, get into a power, uh, a power posing position and, and talk about how confident you are inside the mirror. And that's going to help you increase your testosterone levels. And then, you know, later on, you'll do good in the race because you'll feel confident throughout the entire thing. Uh, it, this also makes me think of um, an episode of The Office. I don't know. You watch The Office, Julia? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Every single episode. <laughs> I don't know if you remember the episode where... Um, all these salespeople had to go in teams and they had to go uh, sell together so that everyone could learn from each other. And Dwight and Jim went together. And before uh, Dwight got like, Jim and Dwight end up driving up to a building. Um, and then <laughs> the music, and, the music in the car. And then he sits and he says, so, so Jim turns to him and he's like, so do you still do that thing before you go sell? And he's like, yes, give me the keys. So Jim gets out of the car, Dwight turn, you know, turns the music on and he's like punching the seat and it's like this heavy metal music <laughs> and he's getting all pumped up and then he comes out and you could already tell just in his posture and his focus, he's ready to go in and sell paper, you know? So, I mean, I, I think this whole um, talk, I mean, listen to the TED Talk. It's great. Amy, Amy Cuddy does a, a really interesting way of, uh, of showing the scientific aspect behind the importance of body language. But I think just re- this just reminds us that we could do little things to help us get pumped up for an interview um, and help us get confident because a lot of times interviews are they're very nerve-wracking, they're very daunting, and if you're not an extroverted person interviews can be very, very hard. Um, and you could be an amazing worker, but you could suck at interviews, right? So if you find that you're a very introverted person and you don't do good in interviews, maybe try a couple power posing, maybe try to, you know, do a Dwight, put the music on in your car and start going crazy with the music, get yourself ready, increase your testosterone level so that when you walk in, you're confident and you're ready to go in and, and you're not you're not scared. I mean, you're always going to be nervous and scared for an interview. That's something that, you know, no one gets rid of, but you know, think of little things and and it could be different for everyone. I mean, Julia, what did you uh, I mean, I, I know you're not interviewing right now, but it, was there anything that you would do before your interviews? Mostly relax because you know, when I if I was interviewing for something, I'd be preparing long before just before the interview. So I would I would feel prepared. And, you know, generally relax, probably have a cup of tea, focus on something else. Um, and then, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of the same as how, what I'd, how I'd prepare for exams. Um, you know, I, I do my, my studying and my preparation, you know, pretty far in advance. And then so that the, the day of or the morning of, I'd just be able to, to just relax and, and put my mind somewhere else and then walk into the um, interview feeling refreshed. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think I've ever had a ritual that I've ever done before my interviews. Um, I'm very similar to what you do, Julie. I do a lot of my research and everything way before the interview. So I'm not rushing and I'm not cramming because I I don't like that feeling of not being prepared. So, you know, I make sure to do everything before. Um, But I know the morning of my interview, I mean, I I love dressing up and, and looking nice. So being able to put on my suit, put on a little bit of makeup and do my hair, 
if for me, that's my power posing and, and my body language. I'm, I'm looking nice and professional. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I work in an office setting where I do have to be in, in, in business casual or, or business professional, depending on my meetings during the day. But when you go in an interview, you're really business professional outfit. And I don't get to wear that often. So it's nice to, you know, get my, my little pantsuit or my little skirt suit and then, you know, get all prettied up and 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 for me that that's my power posing I'm, I'm getting ready and I feel confident and I feel like I look good so I'm gonna go in and I'm happy like that so I, I don't I don't think I ever have a ritual I do not have a Dwight ritual <laughs> maybe I should start that'd be interesting sit in the car start banging away <laughs> any any last things that you want to add no not really I mean I just think everyone should be aware and if you do that you'll be fine yes so we want to thank everyone for spending this time with us. Uh, you know, feel free to ch- check out the TED Talk by Amy Cuddy. We will attach it to the blog post at youngprpros.ca. Um, if you have any of your own interview uh, or pre-interview rituals that you do, we would love to hear what they are. You can send us an email at youngprpros at gmail.com. Uh, or you can also post a comment on our Facebook page, Pinterest, LinkedIn, or Google Plus page. Um, or just catch us on Twitter at Yankee Apples, at Christine Simpson, and at Ben Williams. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.